Welcome to the Single Cell World, the podcast for scientists in which we disentangle single cell technology. Here, frustration and failure are transformed into clarity and understanding. I am Katia Moutinho, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my experience in single cell research. How? In the form of useful advices that you can use in the lab after each episode. Ready to learn? Let's start. Welcome to another episode on Twitter. I hope you are good and that you have a great weekend. I will start by telling you the results of an experiment that I did. The experiment was a proof of concept, and it was to see if there were people interested on the Single Cell World podcast. And guess what? I got amazing results thanks to you. Thanks to all of you that listened to the episodes, that share it with someone, that rated on, for example, Spotify or wrote a review on Apple Podcasts, give me feedback in person, telling me that it's being useful. So thanks so much, because without you, this will not be possible. My project will not be possible. Now, as in any lab, I decided to move forward with my project since I got good results with a proof of concept. And I am now looking for sponsors. So if you would like to sponsor an episode from this podcast, or you know someone that would like to do it, please send me a direct message on social media. You can send me through Instagram, LinkedIn, or Twitter, or send me an email at singlecellworld at gmail.com. Let's then talk about what brings us here today. What samples can we use for spatial transcriptomics experiments? Feel free to join the monologue and transform it in a dialogue. I think it will be more interesting than just me talking here, okay? Ideas, how can you participate? Tell me your experience, doubts, opinions, so don't be shy. So let's talk then about today's topic. In my scientific consultations, when someone asks me what type of samples can I use with spatial transcriptomics, to be honest, I never know really what that person is referring to. Do they want to know if they can use solid or liquid samples or if can be used fresh frozen tissues or paraffin embedded tissues, or even if the person is referring to the species, the sample, uh, the type of species, that can be used. Well, I start by explaining that to do a standard spatial transcriptomics experiment, we will need a very thin section of our biological tissue of interest. So ideally, we will need solid tissues that we can cut. As an example, solid tissue can be a piece of brain, or if this piece of brain is very, very tiny, we are talking about a biopsy. We can also use organoids, for example. However, solid tissues are the standard type of samples. We researchers, <laughs> we are creative. And as always, we want to try new things. Even if companies tell us this is not supported by us. If we can, we do it in the same way. So nowadays, we can also use semi-solid samples or even liquid samples. Yes, liquid samples. I have to be honest and say that the first time that I heard it, I thought special transcriptomics in liquid samples, it doesn't make a lot of sense. In some minutes, I will explain you why it's being used and you'll see that makes sense. But for now, Let's talk about the semi-solid samples. 
Basically, they are the commercial or non-commercial adherent cell lines. And for that, we will need to grow our cells in specific slides that after we can use during our experiment. Attention, these type of samples, they cannot be used for all types of spatial transcriptomics. There are some technology that we cannot use in these type of samples. So as always, we need to gather all the information about the different commercial options, about the different spatial transcriptomics technology, and then choose what is the best for our project. Don't believe everything that you hear, okay? Do your research. So if you ask a company, can I use these with adherent cell lines? Of course, they will tell you, yes, it's possible. But one thing is that it's possible. Other thing is uh, if someone already did it. So the next question when companies tell you, yeah, it's possible, you need to ask. But can you tell me what researchers did use, for example, semi-solid samples with your technology? If the answer is no, uh, we don't know about any researcher, well, this means that you will need to invest a lot of time optimizing, optimizing the sample preparation and even after the use of the technology for your project. And you will spend time, a lot of time and maybe money. Okay. It will be a novel. Yes. Maybe you will be the first to use semi-solid samples. Is this good? It can be. Maybe this is not what you want. You want just to do one experiment and that's it. So you always need to look for information to do research <laughs> before you start using a certain um, technology. And this is for spatial transcriptomics, but with all the other technology. Okay. Let's see then the liquid samples. Yes. As I mentioned to you, the first time that I heard it, I thought, why? Why? Because... With liquid samples, cells are in suspension. There is no need for us to know the special context of each cell. We will not be able to know it because there's no. Yes, cells can interact with them with each other, but they are not like in a standby state, like in, in a certain place. No, they are moving the liquid. But yes, these special transcriptomics is being used especially in cases of CTC, this stands for circulating tumor cells or liquid biopsy, like for example, cerebrospinal fluid. And uh, why? <laughs> why? Because when we do sample preparation for single cell experiments, that is what was being used, we handle these samples, right? And we lose a lot of cells. And when we are talking about circulating tumor cells or liquid biopsies, we don't have a lot of cells. For example, in circulating tumor cells, there are just a few number of cells. We don't have a lot. And when we prepare the sample for single cell experiments, sometimes we end up before we do the single cell experiment with very, very few cells. So this is a limitation in single cell experiments with these type of samples. In this case, what happens? It happens that the preparation of the sample for spatial transcriptomics is completely different and it allows us to get more cells of interest. The way we can prepare 
the samples for spatial transcriptomics, there are mainly two ways, but I will talk about it in other episodes, okay? So yeah, with this approach, with doing spatial transcriptomics for liquid samples, we'll, we will make sure that we will have more cells of interest to analyze after. Let's see now the type of samples concerning the way samples are preserved, the tissues are preserved. For all spatial transcriptomics technology, we can use fresh frozen solid tissues, okay? Fresh frozen is when we place the samples into liquid nitrogen. In the case of spatial transcriptomics technology that is based on probes, approaches where we use probes, besides fresh frozen, we will also be able to use formalin fixed tissues or even paraffin embedded tissues or paraffin samples. Concerning the organisms and species, all technology allows us to use human samples and mice samples. There is some that also allow us to use zebrafish samples. Then we have two types, two main types of special transcriptomics technology. The ones that we will um, basically grab the mRNA through a polity beads or probes that they have a poly T. So in this case, only the RNA that is poly A, polyadenylated, will get uh, there and we will be able to analyze. So in this case, we, in theory, <laughs> we will be able to use all the type of samples in terms of organisms and species that they have their RNA polyadenylated. But here again, in theory, okay, because if we have uh, species, samples from species that are not very used as study model, we will need to optimize, okay. Then we have the other type of technology that is based on probes. Here it will be easier for us to adapt to in vivo models that are not so commonly used because here this technology is based on probes that we can design specific probes but here we will need to do a customized panel of probes again in if your samples are not uh, human samples mice samples zebrafish samples ask the company if they can give you support technical support for designing the probes but also helping you optimizing the, the technology or the protocols, the workflow for your type of samples. This is almost everything for today. Over the next live episode that will happen on LinkedIn, October 30, what I will do is to explain you the basic procedures of histology that we do to prepare our samples for spatial transcriptomics. By the way, next Monday, there will be a new episode and in this episode, I talk with a responsible from Pars Biosciences about their single cell technology. So thank you so much. And please don't forget to share this episode or the podcast with someone that maybe this, all this information will help that person. And yes, all the live episodes are being recorded and they are available on the podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So they are there in case uh, you want to listen to them again 
or you, you want to share it with someone that you think it will be useful for that person. Again, thank you so much and see you next Monday. <laughs>